Welcome to the Center Point Pentecostal Church Podcast. We hope that this podcast finds you well and that you are ready for a life-changing message from one of our outstanding and anointed ministers. If you like this podcast, please be sure to give us a follow and a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. Now let's get to today's message. I'm going to Matthew chapter 14, verse 26 through 32. A little lengthy, but we're going to read it. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, Say, being of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, boisterous, he was afraid, and he began to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. Brother Beer, would you pray? You may be seated. For my title tonight, I am chose to use Stepping Out of Your Comfort Zone. Last couple of weeks ago, Sister Melissa was ministering to us on a Wednesday night. She mentioned something about stepping out of your comfort zone. And it was like the father and following Sunday, Brother T was here leading the service, and he mentioned something about stepping out of your comfort zone. And I think the Lord was already speaking to me to where I'm going tonight. We all have a comfort zone. The comfort zone is a behavioral state within which a person operates in an anxiety neutral condition using a limited set of behaviors to deliver a steady level of performance usually without a sense of risk we all know where our comfort zone is it takes courage to step from your comfort zone into the fear zone i don't know what happened but years ago pretty much lost my fear zone, my fear factor, whatever you want to call it. Sister Melissa's giggling because a couple of weeks ago we we rode every roller coaster they had (laughs) and got back on them again and again and again because there's no fear factor there. When I was about six years old, there was a man in my dad's church. He owned an airplane and he wanted to take my dad and myself flying. And ever since then, I always talked about I wanted to learn how to fly an airplane. 
Well, when I graduated from high school, I went and got my pilot's license, and I flew airplanes. Never had a fear. Flying air, I am just as comfortable as I can be in an airplane. I'm probably more comfortable flying in an airplane than I am driving a car, because I don't trust all these people that's driving around me. <laughs> they, they scare me more than an airplane. But at some point, while I was flying, heights never has bothered me. Altitude never has bothered me. I had a desire. I was flying one day, and I said, man, it must be nice if you could jump out of this airplane. And I started thinking about it, started asking about it. And finally, one day, there was a, a group of men, a group of guys, women and guys. They come through Opelousas, and they had a jump school. I went and signed up. I'm going to jump out of an airplane. Well, my grandfather, he said, Byron done lost his mind. He's going to step out of a perfectly good running airplane. I don't understand it. I had to get seven jumps to get a certificate. The first jump, my instructor told me, they put a blanket out on the ground. I was jumping from about 5,000 feet. And they said, if you land on that blanket, you get your next jump free. If you knew me back then when I was younger and crazy, I was still a tightwad. Anything free, I'd do everything I could to get it because I was just, I was cheap. So I was going to make my best of that. I jumped out of the plane and I'm drifting down, doing good, parachutes working good, doing great. I'm approaching the blanket. The instructor had in, instructed me that when you get approximately your body length away from the ground, you do what we call a flare. And it kind of puts the brakes on on the parachute. And I got the blanket. Now, I didn't watch it. They had about 10 other guys that had jumped prior to I jump, and they was landing all over the airport. I mean, some of them out in a bean field. And I said, that wasn't going to happen to Byron. I said, Byron's going to do this. I'm, I'm getting my free jump. Well, I got about my body length away, and I'm coming down a little faster than what I thought I was, I guess. And I flared, closed my shoes up to break it, and I landed less than a foot away from the blanket. I didn't get my nugs jump free. I was not happy. But I can assure you, that first step out of the airplane, I was stepping out of my comfort zone. And I will share this with you. I did not enjoy the free fall. I was not into the free fall, but there was just something about it. When that parachute opened up and you just hang in there, I enjoyed that. I got to my seventh jump. I'm fixing to get my certificate. They got four of us in the airplane with my instructor. I was going to be the first one out of the plane at about 5,000 feet. My instructor, we went over everything. We double checking, doing everything right. He tells me to prepare to get out of the airplane. I'm comfortable now. I've done jump. I've done had six jumps behind me. Everything's going good. I stepped out of that airplane and the instructor had always instructed us. You count to five, you reach to your right side, you pull your parachute, 
and it opens up. Well, I stepped out of the plane. I'm free falling. One thousand, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand. I reached to pull my parachute, and when I did, I don't know what happened, but I started turning. I started twisting, flipping in the air. My parachute literally wrapped around my body. All the strings, all the parachutes. I am now falling at about 120 miles an hour, head first towards the ground with a parachute wrapped around me. You have an emergency chute strapped onto your belly. But in order to pull your emergency chute, you have to cut away from your regular chute. I couldn't cut away. It was wrapped around my body. And at that point in time, I said, I had a few seconds, and I said, okay, Lord, I put your trust in me, you. This is going to be all you, Lord. I reached up, pulled the parachute down. I had what they call a streamer. I pulled the parachute down. I started unwrapping it from around my legs. One wrap, two wraps, three wraps. It was around my torso here, the strings. Four times, it had been, actually four and a half times it had wrapped around me. I got it loose. I reached to pull my cutaway, and I could hear the Velcro breaking loose, and I heard poof, poof, and I looked up above me, and I had a half a parachute. Half a parachute is better than none. <laughs> I'm falling feet first. I'm still falling pretty fast. I look at my altimeter on my arm. I'm at about 800 feet. I've got to make one more decision. Either cut away and hurry up and pull my reserve chute. But at 800 feet, you don't have, by the time you cut away and pull that reserve, I would have been cutting it close. So I said, Lord, <laughs> it's me and you up here now. And it's all you really, because I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> I really am at this point. I reached up with my right hand and I jerked the strings that was over the top of the parachute just as hard as I could. Jerked them down. When I did, my parachute opened fully. I was about 300 foot above the ground. I didn't land on the blanket. When I hit the ground, my knees may have been knocking or may have not been. <laughs> But I had stepped out of my comfort zone. And that was one time. I can say I felt a little fear. My instructor come running over towards me and said, come on. We got another parachute packed up. You're going back up. You got to go. I said, nope. Sign my certificate. I'm done. <laughs> and to this day, I've never jumped out of another airplane. So. But I did step out of my comfort zone. I had to put my trust in God. He was going to take care of me. But I can assure you, I had to do my part too. Faith without works is nothing. I could have just hung there with that streamer chute and fell all the way to the ground. But I really and truly 
knew if I didn't do something, I'm praying, Lord, you're going to have to help me. But he gave me the wisdom to reach up and pull that chute. He gave me the boldness to do what I had to do. And I'm here to tell somebody tonight, when you start stepping out of the, your comfort zone, God's going to be right there with you. He's going to give you that boldness that you need. When Peter saw Jesus walking on the water, there was a desire in his heart to walk on the water with Jesus. I don't know why Peter felt this way, but I know God used this to teach us all a lesson in putting our trust in him. P Peter was human, just like me and you. He knew he could never walk on water on his own, no matter how hard he tried. But he had enough faith in Jesus to ask him, If it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. When was the last time you had that kind of faith in your God? Have you ever been willing to step out of the comfort of a boat during a storm, believing you could walk on the water? I've heard messages preach how Peter's faith wavered and he began to sink. I would like for us to look at it a little differently tonight and that Jesus was using this as an example that we have to truly put our faith in him and trust him as we walk through life, knowing we cannot do it on our own. Peter knew he could not walk on that water, but you know what? Faith without works. He had to actually step out of that boat. And I'm here to tell you, tonight you need to start stepping out of your boat. I believe Jesus was showing Peter and his fellow disciples that when you put your life in his hands and allow him to be in full control, you will be amazed at what God will do in your life. He saved Peter from drowning. He can literally save your soul from hell when you step out of your comfort zone and put your trust in him. Are you stuck in your comfort zone or are you going to step out in faith? Let's go to the scripture and learn about other people in the Bible who stepped out of their comfort zone. Go to Exodus chapter 2 verse 11 and 12. And it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown that he went out to his brethren and looked on their burdens, and he spied an Egyptian smiting a Hebrew, one of his brethren. He looked this way and that way, and when he saw that there was no man, he slew the Egyptian, and he hid him in the sand. Exodus chapter 3, verse 10. Come, now therefore I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Here Moses was a murderer. He was on the run. He was running. But God chose him to be a leader. God saw something in his character, even though he was a murderer, that I can use him to make him the leader of my people out of Egypt. God already knows your past. He knows every sin you've ever committed. But he sees something in you tonight that no one else sees. He sees a character that says, that's going to be a leader in my church. That's going to be a Sunday school teacher in my church. That's going to be a song leader. 
Sunday school teacher, Bible study teacher, whatever you want to be. God sees that in you, and that's why you're sitting in this service here tonight. He sees skills, talents, and abilities in you that he can use in the work of his kingdom. That's why you're here tonight. He's given you an opportunity to turn your life around. All you must do is step out of your comfort zone. Exodus chapter 14 and 21. Moses, one more time, has to step out of his comfort zone. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all the night and made the sea dry land, and the waters was divided. I can only imagine how Moses felt. The Lord's done chosen. He's done fought the Lord in every kind of way. He doed the Lord. He gave the Lord all kind of excuses, probably what some of us would do too. The Lord started calling us. We start making excuses. Moses been there. Now he's got his people finally following him out of Egypt. Pharaoh's army's chasing them. And they come to the Red Sea. I can about imagine how Moses felt. Okay, Lord. You, I'm, I'm out of my comfort zone because there's a big old body of water right there. And I don't know how we're going to get across it. And there's Pharaoh's army back there that they're chasing us. And you said you was going to deliver us. And you chose me to be the leader, leader Lord. What are we going to do? And God spoke to him. And all he had to do was just put his hand out there. Put his hand out there. And that water divided. I'm here to tell you. If you really got faith, you start raising your hands and saying, Okay, Lord, there's a big sea in front of me. My enemies are chasing me back there. What you going to do, Lord? You start raising your hands and giving him praise, I can assure you, Lord's going to make a way where there seems no way. Hmm. When we continue reading the scriptures, we see where God destroys the Egyptians because Moses was willing to step out of his comfort zone. That's the kind of God I serve. He knows where we are in life. If we ever step out of our comfort zone and put our trust in God, he will always make a way. I believe that God sometimes puts us in situations in life that may cause us some stress and make it seem like there's just no way out. But what he's really wanting us to do is to put our trust in him and allow him to take control. When we read in chapter 3 of Daniel, we read the three Hebrew men had to step out of their comfort zone and refuse to bow down and worship King Nebuchadnezzar's golden image, knowing that they were going to be placed in a fiery furnace. I wonder if today, tonight, if we was all faced with that same situation, would you step out of your comfort zone and not bow down to the image? 
or would you take your chances in the furnace? I'm trying to get somebody's attention tonight. It's time we start stepping out of our comfort zone. They put their trust in God and refused to bow, and God, God delivered them from the fiery furnace. Not only did he deliver them, but we read in channel, Daniel chapter 3, verse 29. Therefore, I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. God delivered them from the fiery furnace by them being willing to step out of their comfort zone and not bow down to Nebuchadnezzar's image. But he also, he delivered the king and a whole nation. I can only imagine what God is really wanting to do for you and your family when you're willing to step out of your comfort zone and put your trust in him and let him take over your life. If God can save a king and a whole nation, don't you believe he can save your family if you would just step out of your comfort zone? <laughs> Daniel 6 and 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, his windows being open in his chambers toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did a fourth time. Here again, a king is trying to make everybody worship his God. But Daniel was willing to step out of his comfort zone knowing the decree that the king had declared and that he would be thrown into the lion's den if he continued to pray. We're living in a world, and we just experienced some things, how quick our lives can be controlled by the government when we went through this pandemic and COVID. That's how quick they can take our opportunities to come here and worship God and pray. What are you going to do? Are you going to step out of your comfort zone? I'm telling you, the Lord's coming soon. And they're doing everything they can to bring wickedness into this world. It's time we start stepping out of our comfort zone. Are you going to lose faith in God and doubt what he can do? Are you going to put your trust in him and face the lines and let God take care of your troubles? That's where we at, world. That's where we at. And we're going to have to make a decision before long. Are you going to worship God? Are you going to worship whatever they're trying to put in our face to stop us from worshiping our God? After being thrown into the lines, then, Daniel 6, 22 and 20. 7 tells us, My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me. For as, as much as before him innocence was found in me, 
also before thee, O king, I have done no hurt. Then was the king exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should took Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den. No manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. And the king commanded. They brought those men which had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives. And the lions had the mastery of them, and break all their bones in pieces, or ever they came at the bottom of the den. Then, one more time, King Darius wrote unto all people, nations and language that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied unto you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is living God and steadfast forever. His kingdom that which shall not be destroyed and his dominion shall be even unto the end. He delivereth and rescueth and he worketh signs and wonders in heaven and in earth. Who hath delivered Daniel from the power of of the lines. One more time, a king that was trying to make everybody bow down to his God. God had his way because somebody stepped out of their comfort zone. He saved the king and a whole nation. I'm here to tell somebody you praying for your family, you want your family saved, it's time you start stepping out of your comfort zone tonight. God can and will destroy your enemies, your accusers, when you're willing to put your trust in him. One more time. 1 Samuel 17, verse 49 and 50. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slung it and smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk unto his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Here David was just a young shepherd boy. He had slew his lions, his bears, beasts of prey, while tending his sheep. But he had never, ever had to face a nine-foot giant coming at him with a big sword. I don't know really how big David was at this time, but you think about it. He was probably just a small kid, 15, 16 years old is what historians tell us. And they got a nine-foot giant stepping up walking towards you with a big old sword. I'd be scared. My fear factor would be, because all I got is five little rocks and a little slingshot. And as a kid, I wasn't very good with a slingshot, so it would definitely have to be the Lord. The Lord, you're going to have to make it hit, because I, I couldn't hardly hit anything with a slingshot as many times as I tried. He had to step out of his comfort zone. He put that stone in that sling. 
with a little bit of faith. He turned that stone loose. And he knew it didn't matter how hard he slung that thing. Lord was already directing that stone. I'm here to tell you, when you put your faith in God and start stepping out of your comfort zone, God's going to take care of your enemies. I don't care who's coming after you, what they're trying to do. I don't care if it's a nine-foot giant with a big old sword. I'm here to tell you, when you start putting your trust in him like David did on that day, I'm telling you, God's going to take care of it. It may be just a little stone in your eyes, but God can take that little stone and he can kill whatever enemy, destroy whatever enemy that's in your life. It was this trust in God and David's willingness to trust in God that God anointed him to become the king of Israel. What more does God have in store for you if you'd just be willing to step out of your comfort zone? David went from being a shepherd boy to being the king of Israel. I want you to know God has more for every one of us here tonight if we would just be willing to step out of our comfort zones. I'm trying to get someone here tonight to step out of your comfort zone of just going to church to make yourself feel good, reading your Bible a little bit to give you a peace of mind, saying a little bedtime prayer, and that's where your comfort zone is. I'm telling you, it's time we start stepping out of our comfort zone. For those of you that have the Holy Ghost, you need to step out of your comfort zone and start inviting friends, family, and even strangers you meet to church with you. You need to read your Bible and ask God to give you what you need to be used as a witness for this truth. You need to pray to God to give you the boldness to be used of God and be a witness in this community. If you want your loved ones saved, it's time we step out of our comfort zone and say, use me, God. Use me. For those of you that do not have the Holy Ghost and have not really learned how to put your trust in God in being able to step out of your comfort zone, I can tell you where to find instructions. Go to Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost as we all stand. I'd like to open these altars tonight for everyone. If you've not done what God has instructed us to do in Acts 2.38, tonight's your chance. All you got to do is take one step out of that comfort zone of that pew and start walking to these altars. Between that pew and these altars, you lift your hands, just like Moses did over the sea. You start asking forgiveness, repentance. And I'm here to tell you, when you start walking out of your comfort zone, God can fill you with the Holy Ghost right here in these altars tonight. No matter how bad you may think you life has been, 
all the sin that you've ever committed. I serve a God. He can forgive you. And he can fill you with the Holy Ghost. All you have to do is start stepping out of your comfort zone. I'm tired of doing this on my own, Lord. I'm going to put my trust in you. By doing so, you're telling God, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. God is here, and he's ready to stretch forth his hand to save you. But first, you must be willing to be like Peter and step out of your comfort zone. I know you may be feeling uncomfortable, and you're so comfortable in that pew right now. But when was the last time you've really stepped out of your comfort zone and put your trust in God and said, not my will, God, but your will. I give you my all. I'm a willing vessel to be used of you. God wants someone to step out of their comfort zone tonight so that you can be used to bring revival to your family, to this church, to this community. If God could deliver kings and whole nations, can you imagine what God can do in your family, this church, and this community? Are you going to be like the rest of the disciples and remain in the comfort of the boat? Are you going to step out on the water in faith like Peter? A step of faith that can lead to many blessings from God. A step of faith that can change your life. A step of faith that can make the impossible seem possible. I'm asking everyone here tonight to step out of your comfort zone and begin to grow and mature in your walk with God. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it changes and impacts your life for days to come. If you would like to connect with us further, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash Centerpoint Pentecostal Church or just search Centerpoint Pentecostal Church on Facebook. If you would like to join one of our services in person, the service times and address are in the podcast description. Thank you and God bless, and we hope to see you on the next episode.